0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to What Are You Doing in Denmark, the podcast where we talk to some of the coolest people in Denmark about what they're doing here. My name is Derek, and of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Mike. That's
1: right. And today we are joined by Annie Sample. She's a fellow American living here in Copenhagen. She's a prolific creator with the handle Annie and Adventureland, where she shares her life as a mom, raising four kids in Denmark. And now you get to hang out with us two here I'm on so Waited.
2: Yes. yes, I'm so glad to be here. And you, you pretty much nailed it right there. There's, there's not too much more to me. Kidding, <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's quite a lot. I'm sure yeah. four kids and uh, living internationally is uh, that's a, that's fun, a lot for job. most people. Yeah. Yep,
2: It's a lot. And uh, I ha- always wanted four kids and I always wanted to live outside of the U.S. So it's it's worked out quite wow. well. Of course, you never know what you're really getting yourself into with yep. any of those things. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm taking it in stride and trying to find the positivity in it along the way. With some humor, I love it, and we love
1: getting to share in your experience on on Instagram and TikTok. And
2: yeah, Yeah. thanks for watching. I appreciate that
1: so
0: much. Yeah, yeah, we love it and love seeing your take. It's definitely a lot to put yourself out there too. So yeah, yeah, like so sincerely, like thank you for that. What a weird thing!
2: Oh, thank you. That's so nice. And uh, you know, a lot of times I'm recording content and just feel like I'm like Facetiming somebody, and then sometimes it'll get this you know astronomical amount of views, and I'm like, oh. Well, okay. Let's just roll with it. You know, I want to, you know, normalize being normal. I want to normalize all of these feelings. You know what I'm saying? Maybe in some videos I'll look amazing. Maybe in other videos I've just woken up and have pink eye. And, you know, (laughs) I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm just here to share the experience of myself and my life in denmark
0: it's so funny you said that because i'm thinking about a year ago yeah. mike had pink eye yeah. in yes. one eye yeah. and was yeah. <laughs> making content because yeah. the show must go on it show must go on, on. Mm-hmm. so if you see
1: the videos where i'm wearing glasses it yes. was my pink eye period yes pink eye period my you're <laughs> in your pink totally eye era yes
2: might happen during the summer too so you're like sweaty and pink <laughs> eye and glasses and sliding down the face it's not fun yeah. Like it's not glamorous. It's not always all glamour in the content creation world, you know? No, no. <laughs> I remember
0: the, you even asking, like, should I acknowledge it and just say I have pink either. eye or just let people comment? <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, okay, that's <laughs> and the And again, other thanks for too. the engagement. <laughs> exactly. Right? When I first started out, I would get so many comments on my physical appearance. Uh, and I, you know what? It was nice. It was like a ripping a Band-Aid off. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because that was such a huge um, hesitation for me when it came to creating yeah. content. I really Obviously, I really enjoy it. I'm very passionate about it. But I was nervous about pushing myself out there because people can be so mean. And then oh, they yeah. start and you're just like, oh, this isn't a me issue. It's, it's a no. you guys kind it's, of thing. It's the
1: evil internet yeah. commenter space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it,
2: you realize it's like 1% of people. Right. You know?
0: Exactly. And there's always a troll. And the more you grow, then, of course, you get additional comments. But it's because... 70,000 people saw this. Exactly. So, so
2: if it's like one person being like, you need to get braces. Yes. You know, I'm like, right, well, right. Well, you know what? Thanks for the engagement. Yes. Right. Yes.
1: I'll say my, my favorite is, as we've kind of grown a little bit, is like our community can protect us a little bit. Yeah. That's nice. And oh. so when you see like somebody trying to troll on there, like you don't have to engage because yeah. People Somebody who like everything. you will right. take care of it. It's really yeah. sweet. I yeah. really love
2: that. And I I love having like, I see the loyal followers and stuff. Yeah. And it's just a very cozy thing.
0: Yeah. And it sometimes is. I think, yeah, I am just going to leave it up there so that people know right. what yeah. people are like. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I
2: leave it up. I yeah. leave it up. And um, I saw this interview with Julia Fox. I think Drew Barrymore oh, was interviewing Julia Fox and she was asking, you know, how do you handle who? this kind of stuff? She was like, yeah, I leave it up. They have to live with what they did. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I have never left a mean comment on anybody, right. anything, ever. No, not even wrap my mind around it. I, it makes me like cringe and embarrassment to think about doing that. That these people got to be held accountable. Yeah. Anyway, obviously yeah. that's something I could talk about. <laughs> <forever>. <laughs> we were talking
0: about that uh, with uh, Chantel Alaraba as well. Yeah. We were talking about that. It's never it's never the people who are also creating. It's yeah. never the people who do anything yeah. of. You know, putting themselves out there. And even yeah. brave, like, talking about an issue that they're yeah. having. You know, you, you're you talking about your everyday life. You're talking about right. your, your family. And then somebody has the nerve to remark on your That's, appearance or something yeah. else. And it's always like a private account. <laughs> of course. With, uh, with yes. a picture of a tree as a profile. Yeah, and nothing. then you're like, okay. Yeah. Or nothing. Yeah. Right. I'm like, what? I went right. through
2: an experience over last spring, early spring, February, where I actually had a troll and it was, some, I still don't know who it is, somebody that clearly knows me and was like commenting like confidential information. Oh, what? <laughs> it's, and it like wasn't even anything to be embarrassed about. It was that my husband got laid off. And of course I'm not not—I'm not making content about my husband being laid off. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. But they're like, when are you gonna talk about your husband being laid <gasps> off? And it was stuff oh, that no. I'd only told friends. Isn't that so scary? Oh, that I still don't know scary. who it is. But finally they would comment all the time and I don't remember what I said finally they ended up blocking me (laughs) I said something like oh man because you know you do feel bad for them you know there's obviously something really wrong and I just was like I don't know I'd rather like eat a uh, hairball than like leave a comment like this on somebody's yes. and they were like like oh okay oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it have no takes a lot of that. yeah like,
0: you have to be very miserable to yeah. want to put that out yes. <laughs> to somebody else yeah when you can just ignore it yeah exactly
2: yeah so so such an interesting thing like your anyway. options were
0: scroll <laughs> block my account yeah. if you don't like it yeah but you chose yeah you chose cruelty you chose violence today <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to make a whole account
2: that's private <laughs> for you to like leave. I can't even imagine having that kind of time in my day, honestly. Nope. So maybe yeah. I'm jealous of them. But getting a right? Finsta,
0: getting a Finsta <laughs> troll is yeah. that's, uh, maybe unlocked an achievement. Yeah. I know. I right? was kind
2: of like, ooh, yeah. you're, you're a little obsessed with me. This is
0: fine. I'm just <laughs> right? kidding. <laughs> right. Like, you're thinking about me way more than I'm thinking yeah. about you. But right. I don't okay. even know who you are. Yeah, so Go cool.
2: off. Right. Yeah, <laughs> user <laughs> 794282.
1: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm in your head. <laughs>
2: and that was the exact username, actually. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know them too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to go hard in the opposite direction, right. at least to start today. So right. we, we think you don't need a troll. You need a BFF. And, Always. you know, potentially for the rest of the show and, and maybe even onward. So mm. um, <laughs> we're going to start with uh, the way we like to start our show with a BFF game and see if Mike
2: or I could mm. potentially be your, your BFF. Yeah. I'm so curious to see where it, where it ends up. Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
1: That's right. So we're going to start by saying... I mean, you're like a real mom, but you're Mm. also a cool mom. And your BFF is planning a mom's night out. Mm. Would you rather that your BFF invites Moira Rose Mm. from Schitt's Creek or Sophia Petrillo from Golden Girls?
2: This is a a tough one. And I have so much respect for both shows, both characters. But I have to say that um, when I was in college, I have a friend who was so hardcore obsessed with Golden Girls. Mm. And... um, I just saw the dedication that it took there. There's such a special thing about the fandom that I, I am, I would, I wouldn't consider myself like a hardcore fan in that way. But if I sit down and watch the show, I enjoy it. I Mm. love it. It holds but up, too. It holds up. Yeah. It's so fun. Oh, my gosh. They were so young when they filmed that. They're yes. like, we're yes. so old. We're 38, you know? <laughs> yeah. She was
1: the youngest of the four, Sophia. I, I know. Yeah.
2: Somebody did a really good job yeah. with that hair and makeup. Yeah. But I have to say, I was very much raised on Catherine O'Hare, you know, Home Alone. Home Alone. Oh, oh my yes. gosh. Did you, have you guys seen, um, what are the movies where they improv... Oh my gosh! Oh, like the waiting for Guffman, waiting for Guffman. All that okay. was a big. My oh God. my You haven't seen it? No. Oh, they're oh, all no. amazing. Yeah, yeah, oh, wait, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, we're we're taking this best on later. in yes. Show, and then Jennifer Coolidge is on it as yes. well. So good, she's so good. Um, so I have to, you know, uh, when Shit's Creek came around, I was like, <gasps> like locked in on it, and I'm just. I, I relate very, very much <laughs> to Moira Rose in a lot Ooh. of ways, you know. A mom who's been maybe somewhat displaced. Yes. You know? Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Out it. of her element, yeah. but doing the best she doing can. Yes. She can. <laughs> Something about <laughs> that really speaks is. to you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Something wonderful. about And to it me, is. because yes. Yes, that was That's happened. it. Derek, yes. It, yes. it's the point. Uh, but I, res- I have so much respect for Golden I feel like she'd be a blast out. Oh, my gosh.
1: Sophia, with her sharp tongue and everything. Yeah. She I need to familiarize
2: myself a bit more with Golden mm, Girls. I need yeah. to really crack down. Okay, was a, it was a
0: good one. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm happy with the start. Let's see if I can keep yeah. it going. So, yeah. second one. So, Hugo Winter is coming, and of course, that means that getting together with some wine or a game night is a great way to kill the kill the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, would you rather your BFF come over bringing a game night full of Settlers of Catan mm-hmm, or Flip Cup?
2: So I have a a deep desire, honestly, to like sort of enter in this like a uh, world of nerd c- culture. Mm. I just haven't had the time to dedicate myself to it yet. Sure. So I I actually own Settlers of Catan, but I mm-hmm. haven't had a chance to crack it open. If somebody came to my house and was like, we're doing this, let's get it done. I would be really grateful for that. And I I can't really have a hangover. Flip cup's a drinking game, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I do drink, but I feel like I would get too competitive and then end up with a hangover (laughs) the next day. I guess it depends on the night, but I'm going to go with Settlers. I okay, okay. that is a point for Mikey over wow. here. Okay, look at us. I like both. Okay, but, yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, it's,
1: it's, it's two special. completely different nights. Yeah. I yeah. mean, either way, you're going to end up the night arguing. It's just oh. a matter oh, yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> how you're going to be It's an argumentative
2: game. It gets
1: very...
0: I think the, the cool thing with Settlers is there's a little bit of like subjectivity. So, okay. so you. you can... Uh, you can like wheel and deal yeah, with yeah. certain like resources, so okay. you can say like, "I'll trade you uh, fiber. wood for yeah. free, I think fiber cool or, something. or something." Yeah, Wheat. and <laughs> uh, you can just be like, mm, no. And then you the next person it. can like offer you the same deal, and you can be like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, <gasps> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> so yeah, yeah. Be shady." Yeah, I've seen some like <laughs> yeah. yeah, some relationships tested. Oh, interesting. Okay, I, I yeah. gotta try it. It's, a fun it's time. One. So I yeah. got it ready to go. whenever okay.
1: you guys are? I will we'll bring it over. That'll yeah, be fun. Okay, yeah, let's
0: perfect. go. I'll be a fun. Let's game. Go, yeah, let's go. Whatever time the kids go to bed, just yeah. text I'm me. and We're there. Yes,
1: done. Okay. So we each get a point on this one. So now we have the rubber match right here. So your BFF. We're successful now. We're, mm-hmm. all, we're all successful right now. Mm-hmm. But your BFF did something bad in their past when they were young. So would you rather have a BFF that has a permanent record that includes mm-hmm. leading a low-speed car chase mm. or getting out of a noise ordinance for farting?
2: That is so tricky because there's something so comical about a low-speed car chase. <laughs> <laughs> like, how does that even happen? Um, but... I, I don't think you can like top the humor of a fart joke, especially when like the law is involved. So I'm gonna go <laughs> with the farting. Oh, that's
1: me. yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god. So
0: yes, <laughs> you, I know. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Wait,
2: are these? Finally. Did you guys really do these? Yes, days? these are. Yes. Yeah, we, <laughs> wait. <what>? We, <laughs> we'll
0: we'll explain both stories. So great. Okay, uh, okay. So the farting was actually okay. So I used to do mm-hmm. a um uh like a summer house, almost All like right. Jersey Shore. Ooh. Um, when I uh was in my early. 20s Um, (laughs) into my early 30s Um, and it was like 15 of us like Um, a flop house basically we paid like $1,500 we had access to the house all summer and it was just you came whenever you wanted to but it was basically just drinking 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 at one point we had a sponsorship with Bud Light yeah it was it was fantastic it was a great way to spend that like young adult professional part of my life and at one point we were getting ready to go out. I went out early on a Thursday and there were only a handful of us mm-hmm. who are playing, I think, Flip Cup or Beer Pong mm-hmm. and the music's pretty loud. So I had to open the the screen door and um, mm-hmm. pass gas oh, on I, the balcony.
2: That's so considerate. Yeah. It, it, I appreciate I, that. I, Sheesh. It,
0: it, I was raised right. Yeah, <laughs> <can't>, yeah <laughs> um, <geez. laughs> By very gassy. Uh, <laughs> and they, <laughs> it made some noise and the police we're walking by patrolling on foot because you know in the US it's almost like a police state like yeah, but yeah. in those like party beach towns yeah. they really do just kind of patrol on the street oh, okay. and um they came and knocked on the door because it was so loud and they can give you a yeah. noise violation there's an ordinance in the town that after a certain hour it can't be louder than something so yeah. you know he basically just wanted to like read us the riot act it was but my friend was like, oh, sorry, he farted. That's why we opened the door. And then, like, the cop just started laughing we because like, he did what? not <laughs> expect that. And then he just said, okay, guys. <laughs> <There> um, <you>. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he saw that we weren't like, uh, senior week, like teenagers. Yeah. He was just like, "Oh, okay. okay, yeah." You guys look like accountants, but yeah. but in, <laughs> <butt> in <laughs> or tank he's tops. like, "This just yeah. got
2: too weird. <laughs> this <just> got weird, <laughs> <don't know>.
0: right?" <laughs> just turn the music down. Keep going yeah. with what you're doing.
2: That's incredible. <laughs> so we got out of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but low speed. Yeah. Low speed. So
1: I was. I think you said to my first year of college, and I was back home. I was working, and part of my job was going around taking like samples of. Beaches and stuff. I work for the county health department. Cool. So we're going around to see like, you know, basically you have to close on the beach because there's too much E. coli there and, yeah. oh, and everything wow. else. Oh, so wow. noble noble work I did. Yes,
2: wow. So I was drive <laughs> so I was, I
1: was driving along and I was a relatively new driver and I was in on a street where like it changed towns and so the speed limit mm-hmm. went from like forty five to thirty all of a sudden. I missed it. And so I guess I was speeding through that stretch as I was going along. Mm-hmm. And so there was a cop car behind me. And I so saw I had the lights on, but I didn't know that I did anything wrong. And yeah. so I assumed that he was just trying to go around me. So I just kind of kept going and was waiting for him to kind of come around. Mm-hmm. And I was like, seen enough TV shows where I would figure it'd be like, bloop, bloop. Like yeah. at least if it was yeah. me, yeah. the siren would go.
0: Yeah.
1: And instead it was like, okay, like he'll pass me at some yeah. point or whatever else. And then eventually like, I was like, okay, I'll pull off when I can on this road. But it was yeah. a stretch where there was like no pull off for like a mile. Uh-huh. And so I, I finally got to the pull off. And as I pulled off, like four other cup co- cars came um. on in <laughs> because they thought I was leading like I was running away at 30, at f- at 30 miles an um. hour. In in Maddie Dale. Yeah.
2: I you know what I have respect for that because anytime I'm like around a cop in any capacity, I'm like suddenly I'm just guilty oh, sure. of every crime. Yes, yes. But you handled yourself so well. If you're just like well, I'm just driving along, everything's cool. Well it was That's cool until cool. so, yeah. like I
1: pulled over you know, yeah. I, I finally pulled you know, all the cop cars come yeah. in and like I they're like uh turn the car off, uh Sorry. toss the keys out the window. Like oh yeah, I got put in the back of the cop car. No. I got cuffed. no, you, I, d- I never heard that part. Oh yeah, I uh, got cuffed. I got oh, put in the wow. back of the cop car. What about the water samples? Did they? Uh, they finally realized that, that it, it was wasn't like an official like, an vehicle, vehicle would, <laughs> and I wasn't like stealing yeah. anything. Yeah. Uh, but I was working for my uncle. They're so like, I this had- is crystal meth, isn't it? Yeah. You're yeah. like, no, and I'm it's like, literally algae. No, it's, it's <laughs> Green Lakes water. Like, yeah. it's fine. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I had to, like, tell my uncle, like, this is, this is what happened. Yeah, And, like, he laughed. He was like, you work in the government. Like, why are you speeding? Nothing has to go fast here. <laughs> <laughs> that is
2: incredible. Um, you, you made it unscathed. I
1: mean, eventually like, it helped. Like, you know, it's, eventually all I got was a... a, a uh, like a citation or whatever yeah. for failure to yield to emergency vehicles. So I didn't. Wow. I didn't get the whole felonious experience. But did you a, counter
2: a them with the like, hey, you didn't also turn on your siren? Yeah. You know,
1: I I think I wasn't in a very arguing arguing yeah, valid, kind of mood at that valid, point because yeah. I was like, like I've got handcuffs on, and I'm like, no, you were cuffed I was cuffed. handcuffed, I was handcuffed <laughs> in the back of the cop car.
2: You're yes, like, I'll do whatever you say. See, that's, like, how, oh. they ya. that's yeah, how they get you. That's how they get.
1: I was. I was. I mean, wow. Okay,
0: this was like more serious than I remember. Oh, ever it was. Yeah. I'm learning things yeah, about yeah, you. Know. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. reevaluating yeah. the relationship. Is it weird that <laughs> I find
0: that like immensely hot that yeah. no, right? <laughs> like,
2: I'm, a, I'm more of a badass than you ever thought <laughs> was. Yeah, like was nerd, oh, nerdy, right nerdy oh, right. Mike yeah that's, that's not me. anymore wow <laughs> 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 it's all a cover right <laughs> criminal past that's cool
1: <laughs> there's no criminal record by that I, 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 got, I got two points on my license and had to pay a fine so okay
2: fine. I, I, f- I should have been your lawyer you know in that case <sighs> yeah. there was no siren there was no siren yeah. what were you supposed I had
1: fortunately neighbor up the street was a lawyer so I was able to have that so I didn't have to argue myself like it got to
2: Okay, of. good. I love low stress. That's <laughs> low. So perfect.
1: Well, I mean, high strung 18 <laughs> year old me was high stress. But you know, that's Aww. that's different. Aww. Little Mikey had a learning experience. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we don't even want to get into my police run ins. It's not a good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <It's> oh. Not- <laughs> now, I love being here. Yes, I, I, I was telling you guys before I had a rough go in. In school, yeah. I was partying. I definitely was familiar with all the party oh, games. Yeah. Maybe not so much flip cup, but uh, Edward Forty Hands. Have you guys? Oh, yes, it. yes, I yes. love it's that. A tough one. Yeah, I'll never forget. I was um, playing Edward. <laughs> That's a tough one. Yes. <laughs> Wait, for <laughs> listeners, we should also explain Edward Forty yes. Hands is when you take
0: oh a forty-ounce bottle of malt liquor <laughs> yep. and you duct tape it to both of your hands, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have one in each hand. Oh so God. a combined eighty ounces of malt liquor, yeah. attached to your hands. And you can't use your hands until you finish. The fin- they're, they're finished. Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, and you think that, you know, you have to have this all, like, uncuffed all properly. But I was at a party. You know, I was probably, like, 17 or 18 years <laughs> old. We're, like, hanging out. The kids are playing, like, beer pong. Out of nowhere, a cop just comes in. Oh, God. We're in, like, this shed. And I ha- – so I had both of these 40s. And I – Threw them down so hard. The force of my arms, I just like got them off there. I oh was a God. free woman. Wow. And then I ran away, and you know what? They never caught
1: me. Oh, wow. you are still on me. the chase all the way here to Denmark. Exactly,
2: and that's why I'm here. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Okay. I was
0: going to ask, what are you doing in Denmark? Yeah, now? I'm, witness protection. Hiding from the police. <laughs> right. Hiding yeah. from the police. Yeah, yeah, no witness protection
2: at all. <laughs> no. Simply running from the law. Right, hiding yeah. from the
1: Fort Worth PD. Or exactly. <laughs> yes. Don't tell them. Did not mean to blow your <laughs> cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not good.
2: It's not good.
0: Uh, then maybe maybe your cover story then uh, yeah. for what you're doing here. Could you tell uh, oh, my listeners a little story. bit about yes. that? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I How? guess we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so uh, when I actually first met my husband, he was all into Denmark. He was like, I just got back from this trip to Copenhagen. I really want to move there someday. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? But then we ended up dating, eventually getting married, had some kids. It was shortly after the birth of our third son that the company that he was working for at the time was like, hey, we're opening an office in Copenhagen. You want to come? Isn't that crazy? It just worked out so serendipitously. Hmm. So, you know, having known this about him, I'd never left the U.S. before. I was like, let's go. So three months later... We arrived and yeah, we've been here for about four years now. I ended up having another baby about a year and a half ago. And uh, it's a circus and we're having a (laughs) great time. Yeah.
0: But entertaining. Entertaining. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's so. I I, I can't even believe that. Like he just. It was in his head and he almost manifested that his. The power of manifestation is so
2: real. (laughs) (laughs) Like he had. um, This girl in high school was an exchange student at the school that he went to. And she was originally from Bornholm. So when okay. he came out here, we he went to Copenhagen, went to Bornholm. So I guess this was like early 2000s-ish. And he says he remembers when he came, there was like nothing to eat. It was like pizza or like the word that I still can't pronounce. The open-faced. Oh, uh, like sm- 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 well, I, I don't say it right either. Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm.
2: You want to try? <laughs> <laughs> Best one, see? yeah,
1: yeah, but probably still wrong. Probably very wrong. That's okay. Behind the count, behind behind the, counter, behind the, behind the desk, Patricia. Yeah, uh, hey, wrong. Oh, how wrong? Oh my god! Wrong. Very oh, wrong. The producer oh, wrong. says wrong. <laughs>
2: yeah, my kids would be screaming right well? now. Stop. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Just spread. <see>. <sighs> oh.
1: yeah. so, so how? So how? I mean, you basically went from having life Portland yeah. like going along and then all of a sudden it's like hey we're moving to Denmark yep. um, when? Um, in three months yep. what was like, What was the experience for mm. you of not just packing up a life but packing up a life three kids and yeah. then buying that one way plane ticket yeah, like what, what, was, what was what oh was that gosh. whirlwind for you leaving the US before you even came to Denmark mm,
2: before I had this intention of you know being this like homesteader mom homeschooling my kids and uh, we had this how and basically where we were at we were at this uh, fork in the road of is this thing in Denmark gonna work out or are we gonna like really like buckle down and like have go buy a bigger house and you know Mm -hmm. do that whole thing and um, I was just really open to see how it was gonna play out you know what the universe was gonna throw at us per se and I was open to it but it was extremely dream Ugh. the thing is while i was still in the u.s it all happened so fast mm-hmm. that i was just like sure okay here we go right. it was really after getting here and you know the first winter coming and everything that i was like oh we're here we live here we're what are no did you arrive back. we got here at the end of may so okay it was, oh like, so you Disney came in for World. summer <laughs> <I'm sure>. yeah <laughs> it was incredible yeah i love that we were on like a fourth floor walk up with all the kids and that was a whole Jeez. thing we were subjected to like, you know, old Danish neighbors that were like smoking indoors. Like, you know, <laughs> you know I tried to complain about it. <laughs> and were like, no, you're like, yeah. you're in Europe. And I was yeah. like, okay, valid. Then it was, it got to be so stressful having all the kids in this little apartment that I started like standing by the wall and like inhaling deeply to get some secondhand smoke. <laughs> it's so stressful. Um, Because I didn't know how to sign up my kids for school. So it's just, you know, know I was like, I'm just home with all these kids. I've never been here before. Um, So, yeah, it was it was a lot. I I just was taking it one day at a time. Mm. And, yeah, I would say the reality really set in that first winter.
1: You mentioned in one of your posts that probably your first two years that you lived here in mm-hmm. Denmark, it was almost like you flipped the other way from the excitement of coming over to being like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't yeah. know if mm-hmm. this can be, I think you mentioned in your post as well, you said, mm. hey, you know what? We can we can do long distance. I'll go Easy. back. Like, we'll make this work. Easy. <laughs> um, what was it that was so challenging for you in, in that period? Yeah. And then number two is, what did it take for you to break through to the other side of that? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So basically, just feeling like a big dumb baby all the time was <laughs> yeah. really, you know, did you guys experience that? Yeah, because you're like, yeah. I can't read. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I,
0: I don't know how anything works. Like, yeah. I don't know how to mail a postcard. Not exactly. Yes. And it makes All you feel things, so
2: stupid. It, yes.
0: because you don't realize that um, I think I was thirty five when yeah. we moved here. Yep. So I'm like, I have thirty-five years of life experience. And yeah. not that I've accomplished Almost a lot. Almost
2: entirely useless.
0: But yes, yes. And then yes, and then you're rendered like helpless. Yeah. Like I these things that I accumulated the knowledge and know how yeah. of where I have to go for this, what building this is in, who I call when this happens, mm-hmm. what I need to buy at the store to clean this Oh my gone. God,
2: I thought there weren't paper towels. T- we arrived, right. <laughs> my <laughs> son had some sort of, he wouldn't eat anything, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Because he didn't know the food. So then he gets this like low blood sugar and starts like projectile vomiting oh. all over the place. This is like the second day we were here. Oh, Jesus! And I, so we go to Matas because I'm like, <laughs> I... They, of course, they didn't have paper towels. Maybe they had like one little bottle of cleaning solution. I was just like, this but is it. They don't have paper I remember towels that. Here. I remember mm-hmm.
0: seeing that store and yeah. being like, that looks like a CVS. Yeah, it must, must, must be the be. same.
2: Exactly. It's not. <laughs> it's not. And that, no. that's a whole. So- like you can I, get
0: hair dye, yeah. mascara, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. gauze. Like yeah. that's it. And <laughs> that's
2: it. If you're lucky. And then even just going to the pharmacy, I'll never forget walking to the pharmacy for the first time and being like, I didn't know about having to take a number. I'm just like standing there like, what oh do I do? What do I do? I just paid $7 for flaws. So that was a lot. Oh, but what was the question again? See, I have my how, it uh, how, oh, how it flipped. How it flipped. So for side. me, it was, um, we, uh, COVID, mm. um, we <laughs> Talk about serendipitous that timing. That blessing. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yet again. So we actually, you know, we moved here. It was so hard. I was having such a hard time. Of course, there was a lot of like bickering with my husband. Why did you make us do this? You sure. know, like that sort of thing. So we booked a vacation for Mexico March 7th. We were going to go <laughs> no. of 2020. But first we went to Texas so that we could drop our kids with our, and all of my family still in Texas. So we were going to drop our kids with our in-laws You know, we get there March 1st and we're seeing that. Well, this flight's been canceled. This flight's been canceled. We're like, Mexico's still good. We'll still make it. It's fine. And then, yeah, flights to Mexico are canceled. As if we'd even want to go at that point. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just like delusional holding on to this hope. And, um, you know, then we ended up needing to stay. We were going to just stay and then come back. I think it was like March 14th or something. But we ended up just not being able to get a flight home. I'm thinking like, oh, great, this is perfect. I'm going to homeschool my kids. Like, we're going to stay here forever. Target runs. And after about a few days of that, just seeing how life really hashed out as a mom in that position, Mm. you know, mm -mm, I was like, let's go. Let's get back to Denmark. And Mm so I think my husband called the airline. You know, we're calling every day. There's no flights available. There's no flights available. So it was March 31st. And they're like, okay, April 1st, you can hop on a flight tomorrow morning. And we're like frantically packing our bags. And we got on the flight the next day. It was that time when if you traveled anywhere, you were supposed to like seclude yourself in an apartment for for, like 14 days. (laughs) (laughs) I like totally blocked that out actually. But yeah, we got back. We're there for 14 days in our apartment with all of our kids. The fourth one hadn't been born yet. But I'm like this is great I will never say anything bad about Mm -hmm. Denmark again the simplicity just it was just so much more simple so much cozier it's really hard to convey to people just the feeling of safety and comfort that you have here. And I just felt like a total ass for having taken that for granted. Mm. You know, of course you don't want to um, gaslight yourself or devalue people's experiences. So I have friends that maybe have moved more recently and I see them going through that thing. Like, why did we do this? It's so cold," You know, all that stuff. And I'm just like, I know, I know. And you know, I try you can't really tell them it's gonna get better. You don't want to like devalue that experience, but hopefully yep. they find it. And typically they do. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's
1: I mean, it's an expat life or, or moving abroad life. Mm. In in our case, it's immigrant life. I and mean, we've yeah. moved. Yeah, we, We've yeah. moved. We're here. and it's a roller coaster yeah. because you have that like that initial just euphoria of, mm. Oh my god, it's so pretty, everything is so nice. Well, It's a vacation. A vacation. Yeah. And then you get that next piece which is I don't know how to do anything. Like you said, like, yeah. suddenly at age 35, mm, yeah. you can't read or write. Yeah. Right. And, and you can't <laughs> yeah. do anything on your own. Like, mm-hmm. and, and you hit that low where it's like, what the hell did we do? Yeah. Like, I wanted, I wanted to be able to travel Europe for a year. And now I have, like, yeah. this yeah. where I can't do anything. And then, and then, then COVID. And then, and then
2: COVID.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you come, you know, eventually, like, some people don't make it out of that. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's just, it's too much for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. And, and I they, get it. And I it's get so it. valid, you know. And and, and some people, you, you do come back up to it and you find your new normal. Mm-hmm. And, it, mm-hmm. and it's very different from your old normal. Yeah. yeah.
0: I would say like yeah. it, when you're living abroad, even in a country like Denmark, that does make a lot of things much easier. Yeah. The highs are higher and the lows That's are lower. so true. Yes. And you just have to ride it all. Because yep. you have to know that your worst day in Denmark is probably going to somehow be worse than your worst day in the US, Yeah, but most yeah. of your days are gonna, most of your bad days are gonna be better than your bad days. In yeah, US. Yeah, and yeah. your highs yeah. are gonna be so much higher because yeah. You're going to have done it mm-hmm, <laughs> with mm-hmm. navigating a second language, or mm. you're going to get something out of it that you've never had yeah. before. Yeah. Or you wouldn't have. Other people don't have that experience. That's and so true. It's just something you have to keep in mind. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: the isolation of it, right, that makes it harder. But then it's the being alone when you uh, make these accomplishments mm. that is such a, you know... Um, I don't know. It just, yeah, really boosts you with confidence and r- makes you realize how strong you can be. And then yep. at the same time also makes you realize how privileged you are okay. and have been up to this point. And I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And then also, you know, as a mom, the just the safety mm. factor. If I, I feel like, especially now having a daughter, oh my God. I would do anything to keep my kids safe. And the fact that Denmark is also delightful is so... Such a privilege, you know. I always say, even if people were so mean here, even if it was like this weather that we're having today, three sixty five, <laughs> you know, I would still do it if it meant my kids were safe. Mm. And yep. so I I'm just really grateful to be here.
1: How did that translate into you coming onto social media? Yeah. Because obviously to, to put yourself out there in social media requires a sense of comfort and confidence as well. Yeah.
0: And also I, vulnerability. But, uh, but also v-
1: you're very honest about
0: <laughs> the <laughs> hard days too. Yeah. yeah.
1: So how did you get your start in social media? Did did, did it start organically where it was like, I'm just going to post my life for my friend's back home uh, or did you go with it with an intent of you know what I'm going to try and make it I'm going to try to do this
2: it was a little of both really because I have been like chronically online since the dawn of the internet I was Mm -hmm. definitely like did you guys have that experience where there was like a computer room in your house like a whole room you know I'm like logging on to AOL and like on you know just doing the whole thing I had a live journal I had a Zanga. I just really have always enjoyed documenting my life sharing my experience connecting with others in that way and so then when TikTok came about I was like fun you know new platform i really just uh enjoyed it quite a bit myself and adopted it and then i was seeing yeah people are doing this like professionally Mm -hmm. and uh you know the market's not totally flooded yet (laughs) and i was like i'm gonna try to get on there and make a video every single day but at the same time keep it relatable keep it like i would be addressed because i You know, you start out, you are addressing your friends and family. Sure. But I just wanted to do it, you know, once a day, every day, treat it like my job and uh, see where it goes. So I said, I'm going to show up every day and, you know, as myself, make... TikToks about things that I want to tell my friends and family anyway, with the time difference and the amount of kids I have. Do you guys feel like you like never get to talk to your family about anything yes. that you need to say? So sometimes you just want to like create like one group message and say, "Here you go, this is what I meant to tell you." So that was that's kind of how it served as well. It was really, it really was a slow go. I would, you know, there were certain things that would work well, certain things that worked horribly. It was a lot of just trying it out, trial and error, you mm. know, and I, w- I had fun doing that. And then things started picking up when I started doing my series, things that are normal in Denmark that I'm scared to tell my American friends. Yes. Then the people were like, talk about the stroller naps, talk about the stroller naps. I was like, well, I'm not scared of the stroller <laughs> naps, <laughs> right. but I'll make a piece on stroller naps. Okay. And then I did. And that's when things really started to pick right. up even more. And I started to get all of this like international attention. And from different news outlets and all of this and um, yeah I'm just so grateful that people are interested in my boring normal weird crazy life you know
0: yeah I'm gl- I'm glad you mentioned the stroller naps because that was that, that's got a lot of views like 16 million views yep. or something like that I yeah. mean it's so funny the things that we sometimes think of as like so simple. Like, yeah, yeah and like you said, like, I'm not scared of that. Yeah, But then just so formatting it is, and putting it out there and like people are genuinely yeah. really curious about yeah, it. Yeah, it's
2: really interesting. The responses I got were so unhinged. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it, it's just such a normal thing. I had heard about it before I moved here. So that, again, it's why I never even really yeah. thought to make any content about it. Uh, But even still, when I first moved here and saw it for myself, I was like, oh, wow, that is is interesting. I, I am having some sort of response to this, so I get it, but... And for context, mm-hmm. like
0: in uh, in case you're not aware and you're listening in Denmark, it's very common mm-hmm. to leave your baby sleeping if they're taking a nap uh, and they fall asleep in the stroller to just leave that stroller or pram outside mm-hmm. uh, so that you're not disturbing them and bring them inside. And sometimes yeah. people even go as far as to have them sleep outside or put them down for a nap yeah. outside in the stroller. Yeah. And the I don't know if it's a wives tale or not, but the idea that the cold air is good for the baby's lungs yeah. and things like that. I should also say that this would not be possible in every climate in the world, no. but in Denmark, it's it working. is and it works. It's and, working. And, it
2: is. And it's It's really interesting how much of Danish culture is um, the result of just like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to be offensive, but like just the... Nobody listens to this. It's fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> the um what do we call that economic status of Ooh, the yeah. beginning of the country you know like Ooh. the eating oats and milk and that's like that's sure, like yeah. that's like impoverished food you right. know what i'm saying yep. but then they find ways to make it cozy and like it becomes this cozy lovely thing you know sure. like with the stroller naps that started because the indoor areas were overcrowded and it was like spreading disease. Yeah. So they're like, let's get these babies outside and get them napping. And that's mm. still a reason behind why they do because even the daycare institutions do stroller naps for the babies because it's better about, you know, keeping them healthy.
0: Okay, so obviously the stroller naps was a, a big response. Yeah. And is there anything that either maybe you put out there that you were really proud of and it didn't get that response or maybe something that you're just particularly proud of not for the views but because Mm. of what you shared or maybe responses that you've gotten from people
2: yeah yeah i feel like well that's the thing it is so much trial and error sure i had this sometimes i feel like i'm not conveying the experience well enough because maybe Mm -hmm. i'll have this like magical experience and it'll get like you know a couple thousand nobody cares whereas like yeah i'll do like a video of me like putting my daughter's hair in pigtails and they're like 7 million views. And, <laughs> right. and it's like something that I filmed in like 20 seconds, whereas this other thing that I like, you know, go had this great experience. Can't wait to share this with my audience. It's so special to me. I'm just glad for any views. And right. I feel like, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like everything that I do is pushing me in a direction that I want to go. I'm just like putting myself out there and, like I said, the trial and error situation. Uh, sure. Sometimes it can be discouraging when you don't have, you know, the, the reaction or the response that you hope for. But I just try to, like, keep it in mind, like, and doing what I enjoy doing, like, it's all going to work out.
1: Yeah, you know, we, in social media, you talk a lot about kind of the negative folks that make comments on that. Mm. But you talk about the people that see it, that want to see it. What's maybe the craziest positive interaction you've had, whether it's comedy online or somebody that's physically come up to you on on the street and uh, has done that. What's what's the craziest positive thing you've seen from somebody who likes you? When
2: I was just coming in from New York, you know, you go through passport control and the guy's looking at this and he's like, okay, now I need to ask you a question. And he was like, wait, do you want me to do it in English or in Danish? And I was like, well, I don't know. I'm like, I'm still trying to learn Danish, so I'm not sure. And he's like, I know. And I was like, excuse me? He's Whoa. like, I know you from Instagram. <laughs> I was like, great. Well, then you can you can rest assured that I am allowed to be here and you can see yes. what I was up to last week. I
0: think it's just nice if somebody is listening to this when they could be on the same device listening to somebody else. 1989 Taylor's version. There and you Instead, go. they're listening right. to this podcast. Like, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank And I thank see you. you and thank you. I know. Yes. And on... Um, that note, I know that we discussed briefly your series on things that you're afraid to tell your American friends but are totally normal in Denmark, mm. like the baby stroller. Um, I thought it would be fun if we take a deeper dive into that.
2: Yeah. I'm curious to hear what you guys think because I have my experiences as a mom, and I think I've talked before about, you know, hearing kids like drop the F bomb on the playground repeatedly yes. mm-hmm. or like the co ed showers in like zero and first class that I just. I'll never forget. I brought that up in like a Facebook mom's group one time and everyone, I was just like, just checking this is normal, right? And everyone was like, you're a prude. <laughs> 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 Dad, I just didn't know.
0: But <laughs> well, one thing that seems somewhat universal to me, but maybe mm-hmm. is a different experience for you is kind of like the the hands-on and hands-off parenting. That seems to be a bit yeah. different. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The, there's no helicopter parenting here. Yeah. And I love that. In the U.S., if you're not a helicopter parent, you might be, like, looked at, like, as sort of negligent. You know what I'm saying? Whereas here, they're like, girl, relax. And I love it. I don't have the capacity to be on top of all of these kids. They don't need it. It gives them so much confidence. Um, And, yeah, now if I go to the U.S. and see parents being, you know, on top of their kids, it looks ridiculous. it looks ridiculous yeah. seeing like these parents like on a playground with their kids like guiding them through. Oh I'm like, God. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, let, Ooh, yeah. let them figure it out.
0: I've heard the term here: curling parents. Curling parents. Isn't I've been that, called like, that before. F- like changing the ice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah like so that. that they don't uh, smooth. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes, but I think it's nice to let the kids have a little more freedom. Yeah. Yep. Learn by mistakes, falling down, discovery, that kind of
1: thing. Yeah, I will yeah. say one of the things that jarred me w- early as we moved here was seeing like pretty young kids like by themselves yep. on the metro and in the bus and buying candy yep. in the shop. Yeah. Uh, Those are my
2: kids now. They're out there. You'll, you might see them out on the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like I hope they're behaving themselves. You know, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know what they're doing out there, but uh, they're doing it and they they seem to make it home in one piece. It makes <laughs> yeah. me my uh, my aspiration is to be that like '70s mom that's like talking on the phone with like the long curly <laughs> and, like, blue eyeshadow smoking a cigarette you know what i'm saying yes like, exactly that is such a vibe and i feel like we can still have that here in denmark yeah in so many ways that's yeah. awesome so, that's awesome yeah. and it's part of the trust
0: that like if something does go wrong yeah. somebody will somebody, step somebody will step in if I your kid is lost somebody oh my
2: there. god when i first moved here my like mortal enemy was like the old danish women that like correct you on the street you uh-huh. know I still don't love that, but you know what? <laughs> they are the backbone of society. <laughs> you know, if something's going on, they're going to yes. tell you yeah. about Birgitta's it. Brigitte's going to say. Exactly. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah. And um, I'm thankful for them. They I attribute Denmark safety to them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: yes. It's not the police. It's the Brigittas and Pias on the street yeah. that make sure that God, everyone gets home in me. one place. The Brigitte Brigade. The what are they brigade? so
2: mad about? <laughs> Right. I, no I don't idea.
1: know, but it works.
0: It
2: keeps it's things working. going. Exactly. So go off, I
1: yeah. guess. Yeah. Well maybe one thing they're mad about that might be different is mm. just the the use of curse words. And ah. I feel like as a kid you don't use curse words in the US at all. Whereas here I've never heard more F bombs in my life than a school of twelve year olds on the S
2: Oh, it's crazy. And you'll like go to like a like a magazine or something, a normal normal department store and it's like playing the most obscene music you've ever heard in your entire <laughs> life. You're like covering your ears. Right. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, it's just so normal. When you think about it, it's just not the native language, it, but in some ways it is. Right? You know, they everyone is speaking English, but something about like cuss words, it's okay.
0: I, mean, I always struggle with that too because sometimes I'm like, you do know the context. Yeah. You do know this yes. is not polite
2: yeah, language. Yeah. yeah I, we, oh, it's very interesting. I was at like a kid's it was like the the signage for the event was like the number one kids event in Denmark and they were playing like uh, A Tribe Called Quest, like completely <laughs> unedited. <laughs> okay. Like just yeah. blasting that out there. And of course that was like the one time my like conservative dad was here visiting me. Oh my God. Like, I'm sorry. I promise we're not all corrupt. <laughs> right. But have, yeah. have
1: your kids picked that? Like that your kids curse uh, more than you think they would if you were I still? think they
2: probably do when they're not at home. Fair. Sometimes one of them will come home and be like, so-and-so said the F word today. And they're like, no, I didn't. I didn't. He's lying. Like that kind of mm. thing. I'm like, listen, just, I don't want to hear it. Please hmm. just, please just use it in a proper context, you know, because sometimes I hear these <laughs> kids using it in such an unhinged way. Use it properly. But also, don't do it in front of me. And please don't do it in front of the grandparents. Yeah, don't take
1: that one home. That one's not going to go over well in Texas. Mm, mm,
0: If you're going to curse, then read somebody to filth. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And make it (laughs) worth it. it. Don't disappoint me, child. (laughs) I taught you (laughs) wealth. Exactly. Come on. That's so funny. One other major difference that I've noticed and in talking with some of my Mm. other uh, friends who are American and parenting here is uh, sort of the outlook on over-the-counter medicine and things like that. From Pedialyte uh, to even, uh, you know, children's Tylenol, things like that. Uh, How have you adapted to that or what have you noticed differently there?
2: I I feel like I've adapted quite well in terms of the cold and flu medicine. Mm. But one thing that I really struggle with is that it's very common in the U.S. to give your kid melatonin to get them to go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Not all the time. Yep. But, you know, those nights your husband's traveling or for some reason they're just like jacked up. Like, hi, you know, Wired. you guys know. Oh yeah. Kids can get a little crazy. You're just like here. We would call it their sleepy vitamins. <laughs> so, <laughs> I posted one time about how like I miss having that here. That's there. It's by prescription oh, only. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's got to be for a very severe case. Uh, I'm just not on board with it. I think it's. I think it's okay. Yeah. Ooh. But uh, you it know, is. I'm wild. A, law-abiding a, citi- a law-abiding citizen. A law-abiding citizen here yes. in Denmark. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It,
0: it is wild that like melatonin. It's considered so heavily yeah. regulated. Yeah. People like, were
2: like, I don't see why you would ever need to, you know, give that. It's got all of these side effects. And I'm, right. like, and I'm like, yeah. like, I don't. In,
1: in CVS, it's literally in like the vitamin section in it the M. literally. Like it's just right. there.
2: Exactly. It's just a supplement. And, and it's, it's not it's, regulated
0: like that all over Europe. No. No.
1: Yeah. It's, like, it's like, you know, magnesium, melatonin, exactly. niacin. And like, here's
2: your kid's magnesium and your kid's melatonin. You know, yes. they like have it for certain age groups and stuff as well. And, yeah, speaking of getting red to filth, I, I really heard <laughs> it for mm. that one. And that is okay. Yeah. That was your
1: Danish mommy faux pas that yeah, you, you heard yeah. about. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, it is. But that's like going back to the simplicity and stuff. I yeah. In the comparison game, like a, a lot of the comparison game of moms in the U.S. is like what supplements are you giving your kids? Oh, you know sure, what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, like what are you avoiding these medicines? Are you, you know, and so.
1: Is it more than just the, the, the Flintstone vitamins oh, these days?
2: Mm. It is so unhinged and you've got these, you know, then going back to the consumer culture of the U.S., there's all these like different little niche online brands and Uh. stuff that you get your like subscriptions and stuff to. I just love the simplicity of, like, I'm going to Apotech, I'm going to get the Apotech like, chewable vitamin for yeah, my yeah. kids. That's Good what enough. they get. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know, we're done for the day. They get a little fever. They've got some Panadil. It is what it is. It's all they need. That's the all, I guess. So. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so the next one I want to talk about is something that you posted in, in one of your, uh, uh, one of your videos. And I would have never thought of this being a major difference. But mm. you can probably explain this best. So the difference in PE, or physical education mm. class, or gym class, between the US and Denmark. Yeah. How different was that between oh the two? Well,
2: did you guys shower after you went? To Never. Eat? I was. No. We were always smelling.
1: Like we Literally. had
0: the option to, but nobody did. Interesting. Nobody did.
2: We didn't even change clothes. Like we were oh. just like riding. Oh, we it. had a gym
0: uniform. Oh, that's yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. We had to wear like mesh shorts and a t-shirt. Oh, like that's cool. Yeah, but most people would just would just change in and out of the gym yeah, uniform. That's but it. that's
2: it. Yeah. So uh, they place a big importance on. Post-physical education hygiene here. Ooh, which
0: is good. It's good. <laughs> yeah.
2: I actually got to witness the shower rooms myself for the first time because they've always, obviously, why would I be allowed in there? But my son forgot his clothes one day, so I got to run them down in there. Just a big shower room, just like you'd see in a swim hall. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boys and girls, fully stripped down. The U.S., that is just a lawsuit waiting to happen. Oh, my God, sure. yes. So many things. Yeah, you can
0: barely enter a school without a, an, uh, FBI uh, yeah. an FBI clearance. You literally need an FBI clearance. Everything that is not okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. it's
2: so true. So, yeah. um, but I, I'm actually... Fine with it. I'm on board for I appreciate that it, like, teaches about it's normalizing the body. Yeah, it teaches yep. the importance of hygiene. Yeah. teaches them how to keep track of their stuff in terms of, like, the clothes they're changing sure. in and out of. I'm for it. Yeah. It's so fine.
0: I don't think it would be a bad thing for American kids to learn early on not to be ashamed of their bodies. Yeah. And... Yes. <laughs> to keep them clean yeah. after physical exercise. Yeah, I'm, I'm on know?
2: board for it. And I also say, like, I don't have to give them a shower after they get home that day, so it's right. oh, really great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> saves me a little time as well. <laughs>
1: I mean, when, when you tell that story, I'm also thinking about how much that classroom had to stink mm. in sixth period yeah. after everyone came back from Scary. gym class don't to go I think we, go we got deodorant until, Spanish. like,
0: year five. Mm. I don't, uh, I, I, yeah. No, it's like, bad. fifth grade was when, like, I got deodorant. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, but you still stink at like oh, yeah. seven, eight, nine.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. remember wearing deodorant in like second grade. So, yeah. 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 My mom oh, was okay. like, We're, I guess it was too much gym uh, class. She was mm, like, you probably take what it was. Right. Exactly. You're not going to be the smelly kid. Exactly. Mm, thanks, mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Another one, and, uh, you know, at school and with their their school friends that maybe a little bit different mm. is like sort of parties, birthday parties, yeah. things like that. Um, how's that been adjusting to. Yeah doing that in the U.S. compared to, you know, school parties and class parties and home birthday parties. Yeah. The kids. birthday
2: parties are quite different here. And I, again, am on board for it. Um, one of the first experiences that we had with a, you know, a home birthday party that's happening during school hours is that, you know, I, I drop off my kid at kindergarten, pick him up. Hey, how was your day? Oh, yeah. We went to, you know, so-and-so's house. I'm like, oh, okay. Like thinking that they're just making it up. You know, no, like I get on the, the school app and I look at the photos and they have literally <laughs> walked to this other child's house, been in it, celebrated the birthday, walked back. I was none the wiser. You know what sure. I'm saying? I think because they keep the parties so low key, it's just mm. very common to just be like, hey, let's all just get 26 twenty six. Five-year-olds in this house, <laughs> and get a cake man, and wow. it, it sounds crazy to me. I haven't tried one like that. Most of our parties are at the park. Again, quite simple. Yep. Get some instant coffee, get yeah, a cake man, yeah. and yeah. have fun. You know,
1: coffee for the adults. Little,
2: yeah, yeah. Sometimes if it's an afternoon party, a little rosé also. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, good bored. for you guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> With that, I'm curious, like, are permission slips a thing God, here? Wow. Like, do you ever have to sign a permission slip?
2: Supposedly. I signed one at the very beginning of the year, just like a, a blanket one. Just, your you child can go anywhere. Okay, exactly. <laughs> it might
1: be a flight to born home, but like yeah, you can literally like, really go anywhere. might
2: be. And you know what? I'd be like, good for them. <laughs> right? I love they need that. to learn. Yeah, better. that's so good for <laughs> that flight. I like, love as it. long
1: as we get this kid back
0: to you, you're good with that, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And you're like I'm um, sure. Keep him overnight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it's so fine. But there's no permission slips. Um, most of the things. That's the other thing too. A lot of the stuff I'm like did I just not know this because they didn't tell us or did I somehow miss this in like a being an immigrant mom kind of way? Sure. It's usually a a little bit of both. (laughs) Sure, sure. Mm -hmm.
1: They casually mentioned it and you just didn't catch it amidst all the
2: cacophony. Or sometimes they'd be like, we just felt like leaving the school today. Right, it was a nice day. Yeah, we wanted to go around the corner and grab a hot chocolate. Which, is, yeah, real true story, and very cute. That's, yeah, so cute. that's very awesome. Cute.
1: I will say it is super duper cute when like you you're walking around the city during the day and you see like especially in the oh winter time gosh. when everyone's wearing like the the, the onesie deck. jumpers yes. and you just see them all holding hands as oh they cross the street to go onto the metro. And like it's so super that's cute, so
2: freaking cute. Yeah. Or the kids in the and giant the wagons. Oh my! Yes. I want one of those. Yes, I need one of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and where we see a lot of them from is another another difference maybe is in, in childcare. Where mm-hmm. here in Denmark you have the the vuggestue for the real little ones and uh, Mm about half for the the older ones before they go to school. How is that different from the daycare experience in the U.S.? Yeah,
2: so daycare in the U.S. might start at like, well, because there's no maternity (laughs) maternity leave at like six weeks. And um, Mm -hmm. that could go until, um, you know, there's preschool. I think that starts at like three, around the time they're potty trained. Mm. Um, And then school, school doesn't start until, I think they're five when they start kindergarten. And then they're like off to the races, you know, yeah. and it kind of goes from a lot a lo- what a lot of my friends have dealt with is like having the kid home full time to school full time. And it seems like a that's a hard transition, seems like mm. a hard transition. So yeah. I do really appreciate like the slow, thoughtful transition process that they have here. Sometimes it's very slow, <laughs> but um, overall, I, I think that they have the kids. Um, you know, health and wellness in mind when it comes to that sort of stuff, and I really do appreciate that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, really
0: seems like a family approach and yeah. a yeah, like a what's best for the kid. Yeah, health yep. and mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah.
1: So I'm so And at least from what we've seen, it seems that like the focus is a bit on like learning how to socialize. Yeah. Because like, what's the point of learning how to read and write if you can't sit still or mm. you know being able to be like a little human being in public and kind yeah. of learning those pieces yeah. too?
2: I'm so thankful for that because you don't have any sort of assistance with that. In the US um, and I think maybe some people in the US would be like I don't need you know somebody else to teach my kids these things that's a parent's Mm. job but it's I don't know I just it's just not you know because your kids are gonna act different when they're out of the house or Mm -hmm. in these certain settings so for them to be able to be socialized in that way is so helpful and I just think about how much it takes off of their plate to be taught this at such a young age? Learn mm. how to resolve all these issues before getting into the bulk of learning. Like, I think sure. that's such a huge gift. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. especially for the, the teachers. I'm sure appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Oof, as those well. teachers are incredible. Yeah, because then they're entering school with that base. Uh, yeah. Behavior. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And, um, and Annie, thank you so much for all of your time today. Oh gosh,
2: you're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for
0: being here. Learned so much and so great to, to hear about your story and, and getting here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And we'll be back with Annie in your podcast feed next week to hear more about having a baby in Denmark and how living here has changed all of us over time. We'll have more with Annie on our YouTube channel as well. And you can follow her on Instagram and TikTok at Annie in Eventureland with links in the show notes. If you can do us one other small favor, just give us a rating or a review on the podcast app that you're listening now. It goes a long way to help other listeners find us as well. And we'll see you next week.